This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to the UF Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. Virtually, you're in uh, Long Island City, the same bright apartment. How are you? What's going on? How's the place? It's good. I'm getting used to the neighborhood. It's funny. I got, after the last few episodes, I've gotten some DMs being like, stop shooting on Long Island City. Some people <laughs> like it here. And I'm like, I like, and I apologize to those people. It's actually, it's quite a lovely town when you know the places to go. It's really not that bad. I'm being an asshole. It's, it's cool. Change is uncomfortable no matter where you go. It doesn't matter if you're going to the the Ritz Carlton, you're like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't like how they open the door for me. You know, right. like, it's, it doesn't These matter. These are my stores. This isn't my, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're just not. When, once you get like the hit past the learning curve of any new neighborhood, I think it becomes a little better. Totally. It's a comfort discount. You know, it sucks to move. It sucks to change. It's easy to stay the same. I get that. I, totally. I, 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 um. I wanted to ask you a question before we start. I have, a, I have, there's some been some dating related news going on. Let's hear it. I wanted to hear your take. Have you seen the uh, Ben Affleck video? The video of him like getting into JLo's car or something? No, this is a different Ben Affleck story. So this <laughs> woman, so there's this like TikTok, like kind of viral. Oh, she says like, they matched on Raya? Yeah. Yeah, Maddie <laughs> posted this to the U Up pod instagram that's where i saw it right maddie that's where you posted it yes yes okay, okay. so it's on the you up pod instagram everyone should go check it out because it's interesting to me the thin line between fun and gross with dating stuff right. like the ben affleck story as i know it well, and i think i, I I'm yeah pretty, explain it for the audience members who haven't so there's a trend on tiktok where it's like it, it, she's it's like oh no like She's basically reminiscing on a mistake she made. Okay. And Maddie, I'm correct, right? Yeah. So it's that it's the video trend. It's like waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things, reminiscing <laughs> on a mistake. And it's her realizing that she actually matched with Ben Affleck, but she thought it wasn't him. So she unmatched. But then he sends her this video. <laughs> so uh, exactly. So uh, wait, she's regretting that she unmatched Ben Affleck because she thought it was a catfish. She's basically thinking, why would Ben Affleck be on a dating app? With Raya, right. the famous dating app. And then he DMs her, finds her on Instagram and DMs her, hey, you unmatched me. It's me, Ben Affleck. And she's... <laughs> <laughs> and Ben looks a little old and sad, but also is making you know, shooting his shot, so to speak, just like us. It was like a re uh, on us weekly. They're just like stars are just right. like us moment. And it's kind of funny because she's in this regretful mood of like, look what happened. I could have been with Ben Affleck type of thing. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was actually a very funny, vi you know, video. Did you, so yeah. you saw that? I wasn't sure if that was like real, but um, I guess he it says is. her name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I watched that and I was like, no harm, no foul. Ben Affleck trying to make, you know, let someone know he was attracted to that. Yes, I am the person I am. And her being like, oh, I could have been dating Ben Affleck. It's kind of like the fun of it. Right. So there, there's now another one where Matthew Perry, Chandler Bing of Friends fame, same video premise, but this woman saying kind of, it feels like she's making fun of him because it's her taping their FaceTime conversation. And he's like, you love playing with your hair. And it makes him look kind of pathetic. Right. Um, I mean, I think both of them look a little pathetic in this scenario, which is, sure. I mean, it sucks because everyone has a right to seem kind of pathetic in dating privately. Right. Of course. 
but I mean, when you're <laughs> like, we've all had our pathetic moments dating where if, like, if you took a, a little clip of us on a date or even on a FaceTime <laughs> with someone we were seeing, we could all, someone might look at all of these things and be like, you're kind of a pathetic loser. Right. It's, especially in the era of shooting your shot, quote unquote, you know, like, right. <laughs> you know, if, if someone took like a, you know, a screenshot of you being like, hey, what's up? It would look a little bit whatever, you know, totally. sad in a, cer- in a certain way, even though it's not. Yeah. I mean, the price of fame, though, is kind of that, like, you have to know that any time you're putting your face out there, like. Someone could use it, you know, kind I of embarrassing so. way. Right. I don't know. I, mean, I, 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 I don't know. What, what, what's your take on it? I was just looking at it and I was like, it was so interesting. Like, if you told the story, you're like, oh, you know, Ben Affleck and Matthew Perry both were caught, uh, got outed on video. It could be the same story, but the Ben Affleck one was sweeter to me for some reason. And the I kind of felt bad for the Chandler Bing one because I was sitting there being like, he would thought he he did a FaceTime date. Like, you know, he's talking on FaceTime. It's not like like I don't know. Like, it, and she says like she and on her TikTok she's basically saying like I consulted with my lawyer before this to make sure this was okay. It's like if you consulted with a lawyer, don't you think you know you're doing something wrong? Right. Like what? It was the, so it was like kind of making fun of him. Yeah. And it, it basically it's him being like, you know, on a FaceTime date. Like it's like, if right. we, if I, I was taping little, this. Yeah. It's a little fucked up. I think for like, I think for either of them to really put that up there is like, eh. fucked up. It, it sucks. I mean, like, are yeah. they, you know, I, I don't know. Like that, that it, it, it starts at celebrities and then it like trickles down to like, you know, everyone. Anyone. Here. Yeah. I mean, tr- it trickles down to like your friend showing you like the, you know, the lame texts of the guy she's dating at brunch. Sure. Like, I mean, that has, he's never going to, he's thing. not, it's not public. He's not like the world's going to find out, but I do think there's like levels of, you know, weirdness in like, especially now when everything can be so viral in a second. It is. It does seem like not very nice. Like they are human. Yeah. They thought they were on a private <laughs> platform. Yeah, they're on a dating app. That's as human as it gets. I mean, what about the Tristan Thompson tac- t- uh, TikTok? What was the that? Girl, the girl who slept with Tristan Thompson. She like put a. Uh, oh, I didn't hear that. That TikTok, right, Maddie? Do you, have you seen this? Maddie's our go-to. I saw something about... She's like, I've never... She's like, you guys never talk to me, and now I'm being brought in (laughs) by all social media trends. Very on alert. I I don't know the full depth of that story because Tristan Thompson, I stopped liking him a long time ago, but I think I saw something about this girl like screenshotted her DMs with him and are saying they're from him, and Khloe Kardashian, as usual, is like... Right. Doing her thing. I think I'm more on board with like the ousting of like the celebrity cheaters. Like if you're going to be a celebrity, you can't really be cheating like in a way that leaves any evidence at all. But this, these are just two guys who are like trying to date, trying to sex, like any other people, like they haven't really, they're not like using these things in like a mischievous way. And they're older and it's younger women. So everyone's like, look at these sad old dudes who still think they, should be with young, you know, I guess they're right. an, e- an easy punching bag. I don't know. I, I kind of watched these and I was like, I saw the Ben Affleck one. And I was like, that's fun. <laughs> it's just funny how it went from fun to not fun. So fucking quickly for me. Right. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, ah, maybe we shouldn't tape any of these things. We shouldn't even get the fun one. We can't have fun. If we can't, well, if we get the bad, we can't get the good. Right. It's funny. It's also like, cause in a different world where you'd be like, where maybe Matthew Perry would be like, oh, I'd rather not FaceTime because he's afraid of like this kind of thing happening. You'd be like, oh, you think you're like so cool and so famous that you can't even FaceTime? It's like you can't win as these no. people. <laughs> and, and, and also if you're FaceTiming, it's like that's a date that just is a, is as much a get to know you date as exists. Right. You're trying to be like this like relatable, like, you know, down to earth person who does things like FaceTime dates and then it comes back to like bite you in the ass. It's kind of, an, yeah, I can see I'm not how try- as, these would be annoying as these celebrities. I'm not trying to make him a hero. Cause I just don't know if he's, he could be an asshole. I don't know, but I'm saying in this one slice of video, I was like, Ugh, man, good luck Chandler. I, I anything to, it? I, I don't know. I, I wanted to hear what you thought. Any, no, I think uh, that's, I think it's interesting that I'm sure we'll see a lot, um, a lot more of that as it comes along. I mean, then again, also like Ben Affleck was sleeping with his nanny. So like, 
it, I guess if anyone deserves yeah, he, this, it's him. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything going on, on at Betches? <laughs> on that note, anything going on at Betches? Um, I mean, you've got our new Red Flag or Deal Breaker game. At this point, it's not even that new. Check it out. They're selling. They're selling out. Get yours before they sell out. Uh, it's going to be the perfect game to play this summer in your gatherings. Um, it's, uh, I feel like, I mean, we say this every week, but things are back. City is Positivity moving. in the air. It's moving. Yeah. Um, listen, and I'm doing, you know, I, I, it's just, I was in the city. The city is, when it's nice out, whew, you can feel it. And I, and I think, you know, this Sunday, our Sunday special, um, we kind of get into the idea of positivity. Like, there's going to be house parties. There's going to be bars. There's going to be outdoor hangouts. You're going to be, a, and I walked um, one street in Manhattan, and it was just like tables full of friends. And you're like, these tables full of friends are just going to start, you know, there's, Everyone feels like they're in the getting to know some new people mode. It kind of felt like that. Totally. And I think it gives you like having been locked up for so long, it, it gives you a new appreciation for those moments that we might have taken for granted before. It's just like getting to get dinner with your friends, getting to go to like instead of, oh, I have to go to another like pregame where I'm not going to meet anyone like, sure. oh, like I get to like interact with people. It's like I do think it's going to be helpful for creating that positive spin of like, you are lucky to be able to do these things that might've been feeling like a chore before. Abs- absolutely. And I'm seeing, I listen, I did shows in New York city. The clubs are open. Um, just look on their websites. I'm on their calendars. You, and the reason they're booking me is cause I'm funny, but also because you guys show up and that's really cool for me. Like I've had, I, I did a show Jordan. I have to tell you this, this should tell you how I feel like this podcast has gotten bigger for whatever reason because because we're great but also it feels like something happened because i was at the cellar and my buddy was hosting the show and he brought me up i was the first comic or the second comic after the host the host goes up and he goes uh next guy and like when someone asks me like what do you want to say you know they go this next guy you've seen him on whatever Mm. i just say say funny guy you know like i don't (laughs) care (laughs) right Next guy is hilarious. Yeah. Next next coming up is my uncle who tells really good jokes. (laughs) Basically, you're a little more legit than that. But sure, I I, I like the I I like the like you under undersell over deliver. Exactly. Next guy, real funny guy, Jared Free. That's what I say. Just get a real funny guy. I don't know because like I host a lot and I'm always just like so. I've had people go to me like, okay, here's what you're gonna say. It's the funniest guy in Omaha. 2012 and i'm like oh just shut the fuck up okay i'll bring you up you know like it's like okay right. enough i get this guy my so my buddy brings me up he goes ah next guy real funny guy jared freed and this group of women that were at the show were like ah! and i was like <laughs> oh my god I, and he was like and he looked at me he's like what is this like he couldn't it's believe the it. <laughs> yeah right and the word like got around like at the oh i heard people were screaming i was like oh that's nice i you know you want that and it helps, you know, as 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 rambly as this is, it does help me to get booked on more shows in New York City. So I appreciate it. No, go see Jared. If you're not in any of the cities that he's going to, but you are in New York, go see him at Comedy Cellar. I missed you this weekend. I went to Comedy Cellar. It was such a fun time. It was, again, I felt so appreciative and excited to be out. And it's so funny. It's just a great night out with friends. Go see Jared. Yeah, go, check go to it the out. cellar. Go to all the clubs in the city. The stand has been really nice to me. Stand up New York, uh, Comedy Cellar, New York Comedy Club, Eastville and Brooklyn. They've all been really good to me. So go support them. And yeah, you saw the legend Dave Attell. Like that's like yeah. There's nothing like mean, that. Also, it's just like there's it's it's been nice to go somewhere where there's a professional making fun of all the things. Like it's fine. We're finally in sure. a place we can joke about it a little bit because yeah, yeah. we're coming out of it. Exactly. So. And. Well, listen, if you want to taste that, my special is on YouTube, socially distanced, of course. It's on there. It's got like 55,000 views. So thank you for that. If you haven't watched it, um, uh, just go to YouTube.com slash Jared Freed. I'm also coming to uh, Albany, New York, Bridgeport, Connecticut, Atlantic City, um, Mohegan Sun, uh, Timonium, Maryland, Magoobies, Jordana's favorite <laughs> club. Magoobies. <laughs> uh, good it. old Magoobies. We're coming back. And uh, Dallas, Texas. So those are all on my website right now, but there's more to come. I think I'm going to do a week in Chicago. I'm going to oh, do nice. a week in Chicago where Chicago's every night great. is the best. 
Big it's you up be- fans in Chicago. I think we sold that show out. Back in the day. Sold out that theater. Um, I'm going to do a week of shows, and every night's going to be a different theme for the jokes. Go to every night, then. There we go. You, you can go are... every night. When are you in Dallas? Uh, you got time. Not till. Oh, okay, uh, not for a bit. <laughs> you got a while. Um, but yeah, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows what are we talking about today today we were dealing with how to deal with going back to the office at a different time than your significant other and handling the lifestyle changes that come with that so i would say overall this email is about going out Exiting the pandemic and the transition entering back into the real world. And I love that we're getting this, these emails because it really shows. I, I judge the state of the world and the climate that's going on based on the emails that we're getting. And this is an encouraging one. It's a great point. Just to hear, and I read it before, just to hear someone's office being like, you're back in next month. Like, like I was like happy to hear it. Over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly like eh, okay the dinner bell ringing time to come home you know like and so it was really a good feeling to to read that right Right? did you get that i'm like i mean like this person is a problem we're gonna help her solve it but like (laughs) she wasn't writing in about like the optimism of like the world opening up but that's how i took it uh, selfishly (laughs) it's it's very interesting the and we said this from day one of this shit some of this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to your dating life, and some of it's going to be the worst. Like, some relationships, it was like what showed you the one in your life, and others, it showed you, I don't know, what's going on here. And then with any change, it's ebbs and flows in the market, and when the market changes, the environment changes, and you see a different side of the person you're dating, and you see um, whether you can keep going or should keep going. or It's easy when, 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 there's, when the water is calm. It's when the water right. gets choppy that you start to be like, okay, are we doing this? You know? Yeah. It's also easy when there's less options about what to do. Now things are changing. The era of the optionless has ended. Yes. Agreed. 
All right. Hi, J&J. Love the podcast. I look forward to listening every Wednesday and Sunday. Here's the deal. My boyfriend and I work in New York City and have been remote since March 2020. We fled the city and have been traveling to each other's hometowns as well as renting out places in different cities since then. Something I could only admit on the podcast of luxury issues. This is a safe <laughs> place to discuss having rich parents. <laughs> right? Absolutely. We are very much in favor. And also, um, I actually love the idea. You come to me, I go to you, Airbnb here, Airbnb there, a little poo-poo platter of the country. I love it. Yeah, really took advantage of the situation. For the most part, everything has been going well, but to be honest, I'm getting worn out by the nomadic lifestyle. My boyfriend, on the other hand, loves it. He's from a beach town on the West Coast, so his setup at home is ideal, and he has the financial ability to travel when he wants. Well, the day has finally come for me, my company... For me, my sorry. Well, the day has finally come for me. My company gave me a strict timeline of when I need to return to the office. However, his company has yet to say anything and seems to be comfortable with the remote work setup. We talked about what's coming next, and he ultimately told me he doesn't want to return to the city until he is told by his company to come back. I'm not sure what to do because we both don't want to do long distance, and I feel like he's pushing off the issue since we are still a few months away from my projected return date. He also keeps telling me that, that my company will probably push it back again like they have been all COVID. How do I make him take the next steps more seriously? Is this just a sign he's okay with the distance or relationship ending? For context, we started dating only a month pre-COVID, but now have been together for over a year. Help. The good days are over. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least she's yeah. staying positive. Um, I I think it's very interesting Um Sometimes the answers are in the email, and this one has a couple answers in it. We we talked about. Um, I feel like he's pushing off the issue since we're months, still months away from my projected return date. He also keeps telling me that my company will probably push it back again, like they have been all COVID. That to me is an excuse. That to me is uh, kind of skirting the actual issue. He's like, ah, oh, they'll push it back, right. and you're like, and also the timeline of their relationship a month before COVID. Now you're, she's like, we're a year in. He is in casual la la land. Like where, mm -hmm. you know, I know they did the Airbnbs and they've said each other's houses, but like it, it, he's kind of on vacation time. Don't you think? Right. No, totally. I mean, we people, I've had people ask um, on our like Instagram Q and A's and generally like, what is the difference between a casual relationship and a serious relationship? Mm. Um, and to me, I think we've talked about this too. It's like a serious relationship is where when you think in terms of we, like, mm -hmm. where are we going to go when the pandemic is over? What are we doing this summer? What are we going to do? Um, are we going to this wedding? Whatever. And sure. a casual relationship is I'm doing this and if he works for you, cool. And if it doesn't, I'm still doing this. So to me, yeah. he's looking at this as a casual relationship because he's not thinking like, well, are, we're going to go back when your job makes you go back. He's thinking like, well, you're going to go back and I'll figure that out later. Now, this is do. the problem with speaking about your relationship in terms of the jobs. Like mm -hmm. all of this is kind of um, languaging that they're using to avoid talking about them. Like she sounds like she's kind of going, hint, hint, I have to go back soon. What are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to go when they have me come back. And, it, and he doesn't do any of the we statements that you just said. Mm -hmm. And she is not doing any of the we statements either because she's going, what is your work going to do? What is Well, my work is making me come back. Like, no, the conversation is about work. It's about hey, we're a year in, um, I have to go back to the city, what is this relationship going to do about that? Right. Yeah, and which is, in, which is again, are we like, are we going back yeah. to the city because we're together or am I, am I going back to the city because that's, you're still doing you and I'm doing me. And, and, and if he says to you, ah, oh, they're going to push it back anyways, that's not what I asked. When right. it's going to happen, the world is coming back. We're watching this happen. Like this isn't, we're not going to be here a year from now. So what do you envision for these next, uh, for when that happens? It's not even if it's going to happen, when that happens. Right. Because I do think if you're serious about someone, yeah, then you are thinking about like, 
you know, like the fact that if they're going back to their job, that you're going back with them. Because again, yeah. you're not just thinking of your own situation, which is what she's saying he's doing. He's treating this as if they would take a flight back and he'd be like, and then they would get in different Ubers at the airport right. and he'd be like, okay, I'll see you next weekend, I guess. Like, no. And, and I think that's like a big part of like with this, we have to admit that time worked differently in pandemic. Time was different. It wasn't, um, it's not, you know, it wasn't a year of you guys hanging out. It was a year of you guys in a serious relationship. And he's kind of avoiding that reality. Right. He's acting like you're sort of in the place you were last year at this time where you'd been dating a couple months. But like, it's not for you, or at least for you, maybe, I mean, I'm not saying that's not the case because like, the relationship is what each person thinks it is. And the idea, the hope is that they match yes, <laughs> so to you. Ahead. You're not in that place. And to him, maybe in an, okay, like it's fine. It could be fine that he's in that as long as you are too, but it sounds like you're on different pages. So that's like you said, the job thing is really just like the symptom of the mm-hmm. behind the bigger meeting and the bigger discussion, which is like, are we going back into the world seriously? Or are we going back or are we on totally different pages? And she kind of has to, and I know she doesn't want to do this because who wants to do this, but like, hey, when I move back, I would like to be in a relationship that isn't long distance. What do you feel about that? And it's like, or I want to be in a relationship with you. How do you feel about that? Like, I I, I think like I, and it's, it's very I want, hard. To I do. want you to when I go back, when I have to go back, I want you to come back with me because I want us to be together in the same city. Yeah. And and like, he's going to say yes or no or maybe. And yes, I want that, too. No, I don't. Or it's going to be I don't know. And it's like that's not him saying I don't know about the move. That's him saying I don't know about this relationship. Right. And that's yeah. the toughest thing to like. And it sucks that you're like, I understand that it's like. Someone listening is like, well, if you have to do that, then you shouldn't be, you know, then he doesn't know, you you know, but it's like, that's not how people work. Like you want an answer. You want to have a talk like, and I I think having this talk, not about job. And that's like, listen, easier said than done. I'm, I'm so the type of person that speaks about like, uh, that would, I would do the same thing where I'd be like, I joke around about the job and not, and avoid the actual topic. Right. And, and I mean, and that like, doesn't that, get you anywhere. That's just and you're, two like, people you would be an annoying person to deal with in this situation. But that's why it's kind of up to you to be like, have your own timeline and your own sense of like how long you're going to allow that limbo period to last. Because yeah. I don't think it's like the end of the world if someone doesn't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Immediately or two people don't know at the exact same time. But you can say, OK, um, I'm going to give this until like, until I go back. I'm going to give it that period. And if he comes with me, then like we'll be together. And if he doesn't, then I've, you know, he's had this amount of time to figure it out and we're not on the same page. Like it's okay for you to have your own timeline and stick to it. Even if the other person doesn't know, again, I don't think it has to mean like it's over, Mm -hmm. but it can also mean like, I I think I've talked about this with like mine and Mike's engagement where I was like, I wanted to get engaged sooner than he did. And his, I don't know, wasn't like a no, it was more like, I want to be together longer before I make this decision. Mm-hmm. which is like Absolutely. again which which is which was fine for me to an extent but i did again have a time in my mind where i was like it's okay for now but i would but by this amount of time you'll need to know and and you basically setting up expectations like right hey this is where i'm at and you either get there or you don't are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners ulta Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only... 
you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You want to do some awkward sex? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. These are always, I mean, they keep getting better. It's, it's crazy to me that they keep getting better, but they do. And Maddie, who has taken over, um, you know, finding and sourcing these emails for this podcast is just killing it. So yeah. send her a DM on you up Instagram. She's also let her know a TikTok how. expert. <laughs> to exactly. know what's going on. Resident so, TikTok expert. Uh, since this is a little long, I'll cut right to the chase. Well, writing that isn't really cutting to the chase. Okay. This story happened many years ago, but the sheer unrealness of it never allows me to forget it, nor do my friends who bring it up from time to time. I was seeing this guy for a few weeks. I invited him over to my place. It's it's not going great, but I have sex with him anyways. In the middle of sex, I can't... <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, that was not a fun fu- sexual. This isn't going great, is it? It's you funny know? that I feel like a lot of guys assume that if like we're sleeping with you, that you're just like killing it, like you did all the right oh, moves. When a lot absolutely. of the time, it's kind of like I was already there. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, sure. I, 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 yeah. The the ego of a man can really trip you up. Um, but I, I have been in the situation where like I know it's not going great because it's like you know just just physically i'm like yeah this penis ain't working right now you know like i'm like right you know but it's all kind of how you play it you know like if you're sitting there yelling at your own penis like yeah this is weird <laughs> <laughs> like come on buddy penis. come on penis. come on <laughs> come on you're killing us here and if it's that you're like yeah this isn't going great but if it's like not going great and you can make fun of it and make it like you know like at least you know it can you, you know but it's yeah um, I invite him over to my place. It's not going great, but I have sex with him anyways. In the middle of sex, I keep hearing things and making him stop so I can listen. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. What was that? He had, he, he had brought his dog over, which I encouraged because I love dogs. But now this little bitch is tearing up my apartment while I'm trying to have an orgasm. I keep stopping him so I can run out to see what she is doing. He never checks on her once. This dog is a cock weird. <laughs> Finally, yeah. after one of my checks, I mean, can you imagine you're having sex with someone and they're like, stop, stop. Yeah, I'll I be would right just back. be like, if I were her, I would have been like, can you figure out the dog situation because it's very distracting. Yeah, you know how to calm your own dog down. Wouldn't that be a better solution? To me, yeah, I guess she was, it seems weird that she was like volunteering to go figure out the problem. Well, also... I think having someone over to have sex and then being like, can I bring my dog? It feels like you're on errand, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, yeah, I got to be walking the dog later. Can I come over after that? Like, it feels like you're being fit in. I guess maybe like the premise was like, oh, like I'll come hang mm. and like you can bring the dog. I don't know. Uh, so she writes, finally, after one of my checks, I go back into the bedroom and he has gone soft from our multiple interruptions. He takes the condom off and sets it on the nightstand. Ultimately, we decide to try again. This time, I decided I'm going to lock the dog in the room with us so I can keep an eye on her. Oh, that's a fun sexual experience. (laughs) One eye on him, one eye on the dog. This is fun. And he's not doing anything. And she is, and it's his dog, and she's facilitating. Okay. 
man, it's tough to be a woman. This is this is horrible. Yeah, she's really taking control. She's trying to take control of the situation. Yeah, mid-sex, this snitching bitch comes over to the bed with a condom in her mouth. He quickly grabs the condom from her mouth and goes to set it on the nightstand. That is until he realizes his condom is still there. So now we have a third condom in the story. Wait, so there's the condom he's wearing. There's the condom the dog brings in. So the condom he's wearing, no, there's the nightstand condom. The condom, ultimately, they try again, so they get another condom, I would assume. Okay. And then there's the dog condom. I see. So she put the first condom on the nightstand. He did. He did. Okay. So he takes off the condom, puts it on the nightstand. Then they try again, puts on another condom. Then the dog comes over with a third condom. A third used condom. I mean, this place is just full of condoms. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So goes to sit on the nightstand. That is until he realizes his condom is still there. Now he is holding this other condom in his hand and frantically looking from his hand to the nightstand to his dick. So he's looking at (laughs) (laughs) nightstand and dick, all three condoms. the condoms, okay. Yeah, two are his, one is not. I realized instantly this dog pulled another guy's condom out of the trash and brought it to him to rat me out. (laughs) (laughs) The dog comes over, he's just, the dog's just barking, whore, whore. Protect your heart. (laughs) Good job, Lassie. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Since he's continuing to circle his head and he doesn't seem to come to any conclusion about where the third condom has appeared from, I grabbed it from his hand while screaming, Jesus, put it down. (laughs) Good thing she was subtle. Um, I, I get up quickly, throw the condom out, and proceed to throw him out. As the night wasn't going well anyways, I didn't feel the need to explain. I just wanted him gone. The story isn't even where uh, the story isn't even at the weird part yet. He proceeds to get dressed while leaving the condom he was using on his dick. Oh, so he's like okay. wearing it like underwear. At this point, to go. <laughs> yeah, he's got a to go dick. At this point, I'm creeped out as he is fully clothed, still wearing a condom. So I start to yell, "Oh my god, please go!" Then he starts to walk out of my bedroom. He stops once he gets to the door, turns around, and runs past me to get into my room. He grabbed his other condom off the nightstand and put it in his pocket to take home. That's weird. Yeah. The used one? The used one. His used one. Okay. So now he's taking you two used condoms home. One on his person, one in his pocket. I think he thought I was keeping used condoms around as souvenirs. I have never been able to come up with a nickname for him or this move. Please help. Wow. Wearing it out. Why do you you think he he took, you think he thought that she was like keeping them? Um, I guess. I I don't even know where that thought would come. Maybe he didn't want the dog like going at, I mean, I assume he was leaving with the dog, but. Maybe the dog needed a chew toy. Like maybe that's his thing. Yeah. I just like the thought that he kept the condom on. I'll wear it out. You know, like when you buy something at a store. <laughs> yeah, oh I, I, you know what? It fits. I'm going to wear I'm going to wear it home. Um, yeah, I don't know. It is funny also to think of him coming back in like, I'll be taking that. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> Have you I'm, ever taking had the con- I'm taking the condoms with me. Um, <laughs> no, I've never encountered anything like this. Have you? I've been in the situation where you're not doing great physically. You're not killing it with the dick. So you get in this position where like all condoms just like aren't working for you. So okay. it just, you have this like condom graveyard that you're just like, you're like, you know, you're like an otter opening up condoms on your stomach and then like they're not working. You're just throwing it to the side to create a condom dam. Um, (laughs) like I've had that happen. Like if you've had too many, you know, it's either really good or really bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you, if you see six condoms on the floor, yeah, it's one or the other. No, it wasn't like, okay. There's nothing in between. Yeah. (laughs) So I've had that scenario, but to grab it on the way out is a little extreme. I guess there's the, but it it doesn't sound like like it came. In 40 year old virgin. Do you remember that? 
yes. scene where he's like, there's all because he keeps trying and messing it up and the daughter comes in. And she's like, gross. There's a million condoms on the floor. It's the most relatable scene in that movie because I think most people have been in that situation where they're like, this just ain't going down for some reason. Yeah. Did you have a name for it? Condom Con. Maddie's <laughs> names were pretty good. I like also like the uh, dog detective. Yeah. What do you got? Do- Keepsake condom she wrote. Doggy style condom canine. The rubber bandit. Uh, these were mine. Um, the condom collector. Was oh, that that's artist? good. Or the prophylactic preserver. What does prophylactic mean? I think that means condom. Oh. Isn't well, that? Well, then, yeah. Oh, red flag or deal breaker. I guess, what's the version of this for a guy? Like, I, well, I guess. It's like basically you're sleeping with someone and their dog, their their dog keeps like, just clearly having some sort of fit. For me, that was the red flag or deal breaker. Like, oh, yeah. if he's not getting up to like handle the dog, he's like letting me do it. That would be like a deal breaker. Yeah. I, yeah. If someone wasn't handling their own dog, it's a little bit of a deal breaker because it's like, you know, come on, make your bed. You know, that's a, you like, you know, own right. The situation that you have. Yeah. It's a little bit of a turnoff. Um, and then if they, if they thought I was stealing their condoms, I would say <laughs> also. Well, yeah. Well, what about if I, if, if, if you found another condom in the room of the guy that you knew wasn't being used with you? I think it depends on like how, serious i thought that this relationship was i guess like first time we're sleeping together i would definitely be like turned off by it but it wouldn't technically be like i guess technically it's not like you wouldn't owe me that but i think i would Mm. be like very turned off by it what do you think you see another guy's condom i i don't know if i'd be turned off i i guess you're right the context makes is a big part of this like oh we're being casual it's kind of, to me it's like it's it's more of a I know what this is and I'm happy to know. Right. You know, I'm like, "Oh, okay, we're casual." Mine would be like, "I know what this is and I'm unhappy to know." <laughs> right. That's a, two sides of the coin. It's also the kind of thing where I'd be like, "Okay, like maybe if you can technically do this, it's fine, but I don't really like want to see it. It's like right in front of my face. Like it's, it's like when, you know, when someone we get this question a lot about like the hinge profile or the dating app profile where someone like changes, either go on a date with you and they see they update the dating profiles. Like, yeah, you're allowed to do that. Sure. Probably would rather have not known, but like it, it's also like the sloppiness of it. It's not right. that you're having sex with multiple people. It's that you cared so little to kind of, you know, throw out the garbage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Zhuzh the place up a bit. Try to deceive me a little bit more. I would appreciate it. Like, yeah, a little effort. Mm-hmm. A baseline of lying yeah. should be appropriate. Keeps the mystery. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. All right, let's do an email. 
Go for it. Dear J&J, I'm proud but also slightly sad that as the situation below happened, I immediately knew I had to write into the dating gods themselves to hear your opinion on what just happened to me tonight. You hear that, Jared? <laughs> we are gods among men. That's right. Tell your friends about these gods. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. I matched with a guy on Hinge the other day. and We bumped into each other last night at a bar. He kept making very intense eye contact with me, but never came up to me. And after leaving the bar and checking his Hinge profile to determine it was him, I sent him a lighthearted DM calling him out for never coming up to me. He immediately sent me his number and then called me two question marks and an exclamation point. Ooh, getting serious. <laughs> he was laughing and apologizing. And it was honestly a really fun and cheeky convo that lasted for about five minutes. He asked to make plans for tomorrow, today, as in like she, now it's today. And told me he'd text me in the morning. The next day, today, he did indeed text me and asked me to call him when I was done with my plans for the day to make a plan for later that night. I don't like that. That's yeah. that's insane. Please read that again because that's insane. The next day today, he did indeed text me and asked me to call him when I was done with my plans for the day to make a plan for later that night. I agree. Red flag. A lot of work for her. Yeah. I called him around 6 p.m. and we made plans to meet with our friend groups around 9 p.m. Another red flag. My friends and I get to the bar. We hang out with him and his friends for about an hour and a half and everything was great. I genuinely enjoyed our conversation and he told me multiple times how glad he was that we met and then I messaged him last night calling him out. He even jokingly called it our second date and made multiple comments talking about doing things together in the future. Right after making a comment about how glad he was that we met up, he told me he would be right back and to not go anywhere. I assumed he was getting a drink, but then 30 minutes went by before my friends and I all noticed he was on the other side of the room talking to a girl. I did my best to give him the benefit of the doubt, but another five to 10 minutes went by and I started to get really annoyed. I'm all for mingling and chatting with friends at a bar, but leaving your date and then not coming back. My friends and I got up to use the bathroom thinking maybe he would realize we had walked away, but we came back and he was still deep in his convo. At that point, I felt like I was disrespecting myself by staying there waiting for him and my friends and I headed towards the front to leave. One of his friends stopped us and hugged us all goodbye about two feet away from Hinge Boy and the new girl he was talking to. He did not even look up at me and I walked straight out. He obviously knows I left and he hasn't texted or called me. So I definitely feel like something happened, but I have no idea what. Is it really as simple as him meeting another girl mid grabbing a drink and deciding he didn't want to talk to me anymore? I realized this was our first time hanging out. So I'm trying to keep my cool and shrug it off as a shitty guy. But I genuinely cannot comprehend why or how that entire series of events occurred. Is this normal behavior? I've never had anything like this happen to me. And I'm trying to make myself feel less shitty about it. But goddamn, why do men do this stuff? Sincerely, ding dong ditched. Well, I'll apologize to her for what happened. This stinks. I can totally understand to be ignored by someone that was literally calling you his date earlier in the night is annoying and horrible. Like it sucks. Um, I would also say to her that she has to admit to the signals that this guy wasn't taking this interaction seriously. Like I, I I've talked about it on this show before with you, the, the, we shoulds, we mm -hmm. should do this. We should go on a trip. We should, we should, that makes you sound like a certain type of guy because it makes it sound like you get what they're looking for and it makes you sound like someone who has the ability to be in a relationship. So you're kind of like, it's I don't want to call it love bombing, but you're like relationship bombing. You're like showing the ability to like know what a boyfriend should do in the future or someone who's heading that way. So like him saying the, the part earlier in the email, Asked to make plans for tomorrow, today. Uh, the next day, he did text me. Uh, made plans to meet with our friend groups. My friends, we hang out with him and his friends for about an hour. It was great. I genuinely enjoyed our conversation. He told me multiple times how glad he was to, that we met. And then I messaged him. And call, uh, he even jokingly called it our second date. So he's now admitting to knowing this is a date, knowing that dates go towards serious. And made multiple comments talking about how doing things together in the future. Like, to me, this is him playing a game. Like, right. This is, I, yeah, I agree. And I think this whole, every, every earlier part of this email to me signifies a guy just trying to maximize his chances of getting with anyone. 
Yes, totally agree. Just generally speaking. The, the idea that she had to make her own plan with a whole big group, like, right. you know, there, there was no consequence in him meeting someone else at this bar. Right. There's like four red flags before the even gets there. He sees her at a bar, mm-hmm. doesn't say anything, right? When, yeah, yeah. Keep going. That's one. Then, um, she, so she sends him the DM. Um, fine, he calls her. And then the next day, he texts her and asks her to call him after her day. That's red flag, mm-hmm. too. Because she's basically, again, making him, he's making her make the plan. Yep. Three, wants to hang out that night. Four, wants to hang out with their friend groups on this quote-unquote second date. He never puts his name on a decision made. Like, if you think of right. it, like, he, he never stamps his name. He he goes, you called me. Let me know when you're done. So it's he's, it's not like he ever said, this bar, this time, at this on this night. He just agreed to kind of go along every at every chance. And that's not really him making any promises that he could fail on. Right. And I would say, like, obviously, it feels like a major rejection to have someone you're talking to and, like, be on a date with. And then, like, they go and speak to someone sure. else. But... This feels to me entirely like not personal. Like this is this guy yeah. again. Not and I can tell you that even if he did didn't leave to go talk to this girl, he would. This would not have lasted long. Well, it's not like this other girl came in and swept him off his feet. It's like he probably just like was flirt. He'll like he sounds like someone who will flirt or try to get with anyone sort of like around him and whatever he thinks is the best bet is like where he's going to put his money. And it's really about hooking up. So I almost think, I mean, like we talk about this in Sunday's episode that's coming up. He did you a favor by like rejecting you early. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, it's so funny. You said this, like that he ended up, he ended up with some other woman. They had this great night. No, 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 no. Let's not live in the rom-com uh, 1%. Like, She's kind of she's writing this from the perspective of like, well, he met the love of his life that night and I was the 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 shrew he ditched to get with his new wife. No, he met someone who was giving him the better chance, as you said, that you uh, you seem like a higher mountain to climb. Right. Which, again, is like a good thing because, again, this person isn't really I think you maybe when you're thinking about the situation, you're thinking like we could have been dating, we could have been together. And then this thing happened, Mm -hmm. which like caused him to not want to be with me. It's like this guy was like going to be bad for you. Like anyway, and this is almost better because it's such a blatant fuck you like what he did (laughs) that I actually think it's easier. Like, let's say they just like spent the night with their friends and then they hooked up and then like he wasn't really calling her but then she called him out and then he was like whoa 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 like we should do all these things like it could have gone on for longer so sometimes it's better to be like flat out super insulted to the point where you you personally are like i'm gonna cut off contact with you yeah this guy turned into a vulture like he was just looking to peck at easy prey and you weren't easy enough like, not to say this other person he ended up with is easy, but just that's where he in the thought moment, he, in the moment. That, yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got to stick with this, you know, this half eaten carcass. That one's still living. You know, like <laughs> that's what vultures do. Yeah. And and to your point, you're lucky you didn't get with a vulture. Agreed. And I mean, again, like if, I, if in any way of like if the if there's any advice, it's just that if someone is showing you continuous signs that they're not taking the date seriously, I would not go because it's okay to well, be like this didn't feel good. I don't want to go. Make him put his name on it. Like him, just well, let me know. Let me know is not a way to make a date. Right. You let me know. You, you well, uh, I don't know what to let you know here. You yeah, <laughs> like, you know where to find me. Make a date. And and like I don't think anyone should be embarrassed to be like, no, uh, I'm going out with my friends tonight. You're not my friend. I don't even know if I want you around my friends yet. Right. I'd rather not. I'd rather do a one-on-one date. Let me know yeah, where to meet you. Exactly. And, and there's an element of like you're taking what he's giving you. It's like no, 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 no. It's you know the the guy with no consequences is going to act this way. I think. Right. And I mean, it's sad to like say that, but again, like he's. I could. It's part of this seems like he's seeing what he can get away with. Yeah. Let's play some games. You ready? I'm ready. All 
All right. Red flag or deal breaker game. You can get your own at Betches.co slash you up merch. Tis the season. Get that you up podcast red flag deal breaker game because it's going to come in handy. I think this is going to bring, you know, you're going to have a lot of group hangs outdoor having drinks. Day hangs are going to be in. What a game to put in the purse. Let's get it going. Agreed. You want to you read the first one? Uh, yes. Hi, J&J. Been a loyal listener since the beginning. I've got a red flag deal breaker. Someone who is not willing to even try some of your favorite food. Backstory. Match on Hinge with a guy whose profile said he's never tried Chick-fil-A. I'm obsessed with Chick-fil-A. Have to stop myself from going more than once or twice a week. When we matched, I asked if he was willing to try it. He said no. I dramatically gasped and he said and said that might be a deal breaker. He said, ha ha, okay, and then unmatched me. <laughs> Thought it was super funny to share with y'all. Sincerely alone with the Lord's chicken. Jordana, what do you think? Bl- is the red flag or deal breaker that said they won't try the food? Yeah, won't even try some of your favorite food. I'm fine with that. What do well, you think? For, before I get to that, the idea that someone in their dating profile has, they've never tried Chick-fil-A, and then you go, we got to uh, try it, right. and he's like, like what a, I feel like this guy was just not puss. interested. Yeah. I think he was just like not interested. But it, to me, I agree. If you if you put the thing in your profile as like a yeah. thing that's going to make you stand out, you would want if you like the person, you would be like engaging with them about it. You wouldn't of be like, course. oh, uh, you want me to try it? Like, fuck you. Unmatch. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, I would need someone to try the food. That's a deal. Breaker. Okay, that's fair. I, I, I can't have someone just go. Like clenched mouth. What if they didn't like it. They try and they not like, like it. it. But the idea of like no adventure, no shot, like just what? Yeah. Okay, I I could agree with that. But I think not, they could try it, but they don't have to like get it with me a lot. Like if they don't like no, it. No, 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 no. Getting it that's a different story. Now I know. Now I know we won't. But if we're like, you know, you go to a, a restaurant and then one of the appetizers, I'm like, oh, we got to try this, and you're like, I don't want it. Why? Right. I just don't like it. Have you ever tried it? No. Well, then you got to try it. Like maybe I, this I, guy, maybe this guy was going for the moral thing. You know how like Chick Fil A has some like conservative shit going oh, on, yeah. so people don't like it on like the basis of that. Maybe he was <laughs> doing that to try to like find other people who also felt that Chick Fil A was evil. So if anyone responds to this fun Chick Fil A answer, they. <laughs> are going to hell and get out of my dms yeah there you go all right now let's do another one i'm not sure where this would fit best in the podcast maybe red black or dealer rigor but i had to share this recently well, i received <laughs> there, there we go <laughs> recently i received a dm from a guy who apparently saw me on bumble we did not match he attached a video him saying how gorgeous i was and how he was taking a different approach than most guys by sending me a video. I honestly appreciated the effort, even though I wasn't interested, but I immediately screen recorded the DM and, and video and sent it to my best friend slash roommate. To my horror, she responded by saying he'd sent her the same video. And the last time she was even on the apps was summer of 2020. Upon a second viewing, this guy's video was so generic, and clearly he's been sending this sucker out for nearly a year now. One of the funnier (laughs) slash more ridiculous things to happen. I've seen one of the funnier slash more ridiculous things I've seen. I thought I'd share the video, and hopefully you guys can get a laugh out of this one, too. Obviously a deal breaker for me. I wish this guy the best of luck. Should we play it? Okay. What's going on, Gorgeous? So I actually saw your profile on Bumble. Thought I'd take a moment to say I think you're absolutely gorgeous. And I figured I'd try a different approach than most of the other guys. You know, I'm not about a hookup, looking for something long-term and serious. And hope you take care and have a great day. Okay, so we played the audio for you people at home. And you might say, well, didn't you guys have this whole conversation about now outing people? Well, I would say that this, they say that the friend got the same video. Yeah, I mean, I think if Ben Affleck's, if it was, if we opened it, it'd be really, actually, really funny if it was Ben Affleck or um, Matthew Perry. If, right. <laughs> if you did, if you got that that from Matthew Perry from multiple people, I think that that would be. Um, you should definitely share that. We're not going to show this guy's like face or anything, but no. it's just funny. Like, I mean, I didn't even read the end of the email before I figured that this guy had sent it to someone else because like if someone doesn't already know you and they're doing that to me, it's like pretty obvious that that's like their move. 
Yeah, I and also, I mean, there's a lot of problems with the video. First of all, he's like, anytime someone says, I don't need the app to tell me what to do, you're dealing with someone who's already kind of a liar. They're not leaving, like when they, like the guy that like, I'm taking a different approach. Oh, you're taking a different approach than having me agree that I think you're attractive too? (laughs) Right? Yeah. I mean, the video thing is like, I don't know. I mean, I guess that works. It probably works with some people. Of course it works. He even says, I'm not looking for a hookup. I'm looking for a relationship. Like he's saying all the, he's a little too right is my problem. Yeah. He's like also he's starting a, the video like he's about to do the ALS ice bucket challenge. <laughs> like just the, just something about the cinematography. Of the yeah. Thing. Hey everybody. Yeah. He's just, yeah. the. I don't know. The whole thing feels, um, it's too scripted to, and she, she says it's so generic. It's not even that it's generic. It's just not, you know, like it's not even like a personality. He didn't even like say like, here's the thing about your profile I really like that made me want to like really reach out. He's just like, oh, you were gorgeous as a respectful guy, wanted to take a different approach. You know, like, you know, different approach. Right. I'm just always like, ah, okay, dude, you know, but you're not that Why is this approach great. better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, right. it's actually worse. I, I, I swiped your face left, okay? Uh, that's right. why we didn't match on the app. That's it. You're living in a in a reality where I haven't seen you yet. I saw you. You know. I like, love the idea. I love the idea of like, let's say she didn't send it to this friend, and she goes out with this guy, and they hit it off, and they get married, and then they're at the the wedding, and someone, <laughs> you know, she's get they're giving the speech speech about how he sent her this video, and it was sure. like, you know, she just it was so personal, and then like someone else there <laughs> got the same one. Really Someone's just nudging their friend under the table. Showing them the video that he sent to them too. Also got yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's a deal breaker for me because you're starting on a lie. Like yeah. Plus, like it would be like a lot for me. Honestly, even if it said my name, I think it would be like let's just do the normal thing. Yeah, and he's wearing a a a shirt by The Rock, so he probably abides by some sort of The Rock Gary V douchey philosophy. You know, so like yeah. you gotta go after it, man. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I'd be out. Um, you'd so you'd be out if a girl did this. She was like, "I'm not gonna be the typical. I'm looking for just looking to hook up, and I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> well, I just now that you put it I that way, really attractive. <laughs> hey, I <laughs> I know we didn't match, but I've been. <laughs> I just want to blow you. You know, like right. <laughs> You'd probably like be fine with it. I I would probably be more worried that I was like, why? What am I doing talking to this? There's, there's something else off here. The, this right, is, this isn't like the way steal, it works. They're gonna like steal from you or something. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> how it works. Too good to be true. Uh, right. Okay. Let's let's do one more. Let's do it. Dated a guy uh, who, when we he'd close, dated a guy who. When he'd get close to finishing, would audibly say "last lap" every time, and then go really hard till he came. Red flag or deal breaker? Sincerely, Bristol Motor Speedway. <laughs> um, I'm honestly, I'm kind of into that. I like, I like, wow. I like planning. Sure. I like planning, so I'd be like, all right, I like to know what's coming next. Um, <laughs> especially if this came out with like you know, along with dinner plans or something like that. I like. I'm getting the indication that, that it's happening. Last lap? I don't even know what that means. I guess it means that he's finishing soon, but then the I think the last lap with going really hard, like so you just start humping more aggressively after last lap? Is that is that what that means? Or I just thought I, it was I, like okay, assumption. I'm going to come. See, I'm going to come is different than last lap and then you start like, you know, uh, you know, doing the, you know, the the like the the bunny hop oh well, <laughs> like, i didn't know that it came she didn't say that it came along with uh with different moves every time then go really hard till he oh, came she did okay that part never mind i missed that part that part <laughs> out okay if yeah. it was like that was just his signal like i'm gonna come sure fine. yeah to me this is like him going him being a bartender looking at everyone going last call <laughs> And then everyone running to the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he starts pouring a bunch of vodka sodas. Yeah, I don't know. 
I would like this from the male side because at least I know, like we, we talked last week about faking <laughs> orgasms. Like if she was just like, dinner's ready. You know, I don't know. <laughs> What, what what the that's what i'm saying it's like it's kind of nice to have an idea of where of like where someone stands if sure. it didn't have the whole like aggressive thrusting thing towards the end well the aggressive thrusting thing from the other end is like like she's done with it like for me right. that's kind of a nicer thing yeah i could see that because you know? it'd be like then you could feel free to like i go now the, you know the stage is mine feel that okay <laughs> Understandable. That's why we well, do we the show. It. We did it again. Look at us. <laughs> Keep sending your emails. UUP at Betches.com. Go to go get the merch, the, the red flag deal breaker cards. Go check out Betches' whole rebrand. Well, the Forbes article. That was amazing. Oh, thank you. I forgot to congratulate you. That was that was very cool. Thank you. And thank you to the listeners for being part of our, our Betches community. There so. we go. We'll be back on Sunday with a very special, fun episode. Should we announce our guests now to get them excited? Yeah, we've got Tinks coming on on Sunday. I'm so excited. You guys have probably seen her all over TikTok. Um, and she's talking to... she. Great, We had a great episode. We re-recorded it. Um, all about dating, all about differences between dating, theories about dating. New York versus L.A. And yeah, she gets very personal. So it's a a really good episode. It was fun to have her on. Yeah, it was. All right. We'll see you on Sunday. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.